As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's going on, my dear? Not much. Just you and me, isn't it? It is just me and you. And, just you and me. And, and little Anderson. Little <laughs> devil ants right there. Yep, he's right here. Is this thing on? I can never get enough volume. Even oh, ants, that's right. Just turn it on up. <laughs> ants doesn't have any trouble getting volume, believe you me. So we're in a bit of a weird position right now. We had uh, somebody reach out that they wanted to be down just a little bit. That they wanted to be on the program. A local artist from, uh, I think he's from Ohio. Is he from Ohio now? I believe Even so. Even though it said he was from somewhere else? No, he's from, he says he's, I thought his press pack that they sent us said he was from Ohio. Well, according to the clips, the TikToks, it says he's in Huntington. S- says he's in Huntington? Yeah. Well, you got to think though too, Huntington is very, very close to Ohio, like it's right on the border. Fair. Okay. Because I remember when some, some buddies of mine, you know who I'm talking about, when they moved here. Mm-hmm. From Ohio, right? Preacher's kids, right? Um, they even though they lived in Ohio, like Huntington, I think for a while they drove to Huntington for work. So okay, it's not like it's um, out of the realm of possibility to drive there. So yeah, we're in a holding pattern for Jake Christian's name from Proctorville, Ohio. Yeah, twenty-two years old, doing uh, trying to make it out as a musician. Proctorville, Proctorville. that's an interesting name. I've heard, I think I've heard of Proctorville. Never been there. Yeah, no, I've so, never heard of it. Actually, the story behind this, I kind of thought it was cool because this is the first time we've ever had somebody reach out and be like. No, we had Circle of Fire. Circle of Fire? Yeah. It was Circle Center of Fire. Of, Center of Fire, Circle of Fire, Sir. Oh, I reached out to them. You're talking oh, about okay. Center Fire Bluegrass. There we go, Center Fire. Christian, I'm so, I am so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, at least I remember to something C Fire. Hope that you and your uh, Circle of Fire band. Yes, yeah, Circle of Fire. Can I hit that? Real quick? Go ahead. Just, just ram me right into the car. Oh. 
So, yeah, uh, I thought it was cool because we've never had anybody really reach out before, and they sent their press pack and everything like that, so that was cool. We yes. felt I felt a little bit legitimate oh, for about yeah. 30 seconds until they decided to blow us off this evening. Uh, uh, yeah, we're, so now, we're about, now we're peeing on them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not really. We're, we're about 10 minutes away from it. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Actually, let me send let me. I'm sorry. You're going to hear some inside baseball tonight. Let me uh, go back to here. All of our... Go here and just say, Let us reschedule. You want to reschedule? Oh, no, no, no. Are we still? This is good radio, right, guys? (laughs) This is good. So you can hear what's going on in the background tonight. Question mark. Should I put two question marks or just one? Just one. Just one. Oh, but two is so satisfying. (laughs) Okay, let me send it off. There There you go. Two is aggressive. Three is freaking out. Four is excitement. Is the ninth? Yeah, we agreed on the same on the actual date. Good deal. Well, all right. So y'all just got to hear me do a little bit of production work. By the way, something he, else. He might be out there getting drunk or something. That very well could be. <laughs> he is twenty-two. He could he could tear it up if he so desired. I was reading where it says that he has he married the girl that he met when he was eighteen. Did it say what her name was? Nope. It didn't say what her name was. But it, the song was something about nervous. And then he was talking about how um, whenever he met her, he was nervous. He should be nervous about being late for this interview. He- <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Jacob. My husband sorry. is roasting you. Sorry, Jacob. Like, you totally ghosted us. Good news is if he doesn't show up, I can cut all of this out. Yeah. <laughs> if, he does, if he does show, yeah. If he does if, show if up. He up. If he doesn't show up. Sorry, buddy. We're roasting you bad. Yeah, let's just stay right in there. Because now i got to figure out what to talk about. Because yeah, <laughs> i got stuff. And here's the thing, too. We've got we got a pretty good lineup. We do. And in fact, I think we're scheduled out for three or four weeks. I, I think it was almost advance. four weeks. Tomorrow, or, day after, or the next one, let me just put it this way, because these things don't get released the same day that we record them, so it can get a little confusing. The next episode that we're recording is with John Hopkins. Okay. Who's back for... I think episode number three, Byron. Uh, so, <laughs> so why get, why did you say that? Well, he, he, Byron wants to be like the the most um, used guest of oh, all time. For okay, us. okay, yeah. We so have he's to gonna have to put in this. another one because John's about to tie him again. Right. Nope. Byron better come down down. John Hopkins, <laughs> hold the baby some more. John Hopkins is coming on to talk about him and a woman named Reggie Baker and Andrew Graham. They're all coming? No, no, no. They're not all coming. They've oh. started this project together. That would be nice if they were all here. I, I think we. Well, I tried really to get awesome. Reggie to come on. She's a bit busy, so she she couldn't Aww. come on. But what about Doctor Graham? I actually didn't ask him. We need to. I have probably him should back have, on. but you know. You should ask him and see if he's available Thursday. I mean, do we really trust him? Is what I said. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude. He is like the trained <laughs> professional out of all of us. I know he listens. I told him because because <laughs> he responded to me the other day. He's like. He's like, thank you for the uh, shout out, I think. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. I did tell him the other day, I told him, I said, you're, you're, you're our favorite holiness dude. Like, you're, you're right. Dude. I, I love it when someone has the guts to stand up and yeah. say the hard things. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why we have to be a part of a, or we had to be a part of a group that wants sissies for leaders. I've noticed that there are about, there's about three people that usually, one of those three names will get brought up on every single podcast. One of them okay. is, Nat- one is Natalie Edmondson. Uh-huh. Reed Holmes. 
The other one is Don Van Zant. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. These who, are all buddies. Who also buddies sung uh, backup for 38 Special. Oh, did you really? <laughs> My goodness. And then the other one is Andrew Graham. You, one of those three okay. will come up during almost every episode. We'll quote something that they said or whatever. It's just we hang out with uh, smart people. You know, right. Virtually There's, hang out. I've yes, never absolutely. met any of these people in There's person. nothing wrong with hanging out with these people. <laughs> Even if they are outcasts of the groups that they were with before. They are. They are. <laughs> we are uh, associating with sinners. That's what we're doing. That's an interesting thought. Because, yeah, you talk about, yeah, I, I would, yeah. I mean, you listen to Don's story. Don was just on another podcast the other day, Don, where he broke down tongues don when you told us that you couldn't help him well hey that's I'm a good kidding. point don let's just go ahead and <laughs> have you come back on don because i really want to know what your thoughts on tongues are it was don <laughs> i'll have to sell i'll have to to post the the link to the episode it was it was a video podcast on youtube it was very good i, I forget the name of it right now i'll post it in the show notes and um so he he was talking about like like Don goes in depth on things, but he is absolutely an outcast of the holiness movement. Yeah. Holiness, not conservative. Not holiness. conservative holiness. And by right. the difference between the two, conservative holiness Tongues. is like second blessing. Tongues. No, conservative holiness is and us. Holiness. Is us. Yeah, but what's the difference between us and Don? Is tongues. Tongues. Yeah. Now Don, I don't think Don believe that that's a thing. What do he, you believe, Don? Because you told no, us you couldn't the, talk about that's exactly it. Exactly right. And we're now, very upset. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're like uh, telling all your stories that you said you couldn't tell us. You said no. That was the word that you actually said no. I remember. Like, and you're going to turn around and tell us that you can't talk about this. And then now you're telling all your secrets to everybody else when we asked for the story first. Don, now you know what I live with on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> At least I say it with love. No, we 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 just joking. <laughs> yes, totally joking. No, he he was on his part, and I will post it in the show notes. Okay. The episode description, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And he did go very much in depth on tongues. The other guy was was pretty well versed on it as well. Uh, are they both? Was uh, were they both for or against it, or was they're it... against the modern day version of it? Okay. Like the you know Shanana. Time I bow tie, oh, time I bow tie. Yes, that. Yeah. They're against that. Because they, they did say that in the book of Acts, where it talks about tongues, it's describing a situation where everybody understood exactly what those guys were saying. Hmm. And, and the host of the podcast that Don was on, believe it or not, he said, okay. he said I've spoken in tongues before. He said one time. And they, the story that he related, he was on the mission field, and a dude that didn't speak English Understood what he was saying. Understood what he was saying. See, okay, that that is where that is where, and that's when I wish that he was on the show. Okay, Um, but anyways, (laughs) I'm I'm gonna ride this thing to Kingdom Come. No, I'm kidding. Um, But um, isn't that where the gift of hearing also comes in? Like if you hearing, yeah, interpreting or interpreting. Okay, that's that's fine too. You have to. Is that what it calls it? The gift of interpretation. Yeah, I guess it is. I do. I do have questions about that because there are other times it talks about you know if I speak in the tongue of men or of angels, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I'm fighting the tongues because I'm really not. I'm just I'm trying to clear it all up in my mind as far as right. what it is. 
But it was, it was a very good episode. And I, what I was the reason I brought that up was Don tells a story, which he told a, a some of it as well on our podcast. About how, yeah, he's basically an outcast. Like, he is the outcast. Was, yeah, weren't they, like, kicked out of their church? Uh, no, it was, I, from what, I can't, I, I'm screwing up his story. I'll just post it. Yeah. No, it, it seemed to be voluntary. Okay. But. Because I knew his, like, his wife now works for a Baptist church. Yes. Where they went to. Yes, she does. Good for them. Speaking of Don, can we play this? Yeah, play, play it. This yeah, go ahead. I want to hear I just. I forgot about it again, <laughs> and I told him he was going to bring it up on the next one, and it's been like three weeks ago. So let me search for it here. We find this. I still um, think we need to go over the um, clips I keep finding of different things to talk about on the podcast. Oh, I keep finding stuff, too. There's all <laughs> kinds of stuff out there. But we've been like so busy with like people on the show or recording different topics. So I'd like to maybe we should talk about that tonight. We have a, we have a very busy um schedule coming up so we've got john hopkins which i mentioned we then have uh we have tracy bowen i think how you say her name okay. tracy is xchm as well she's also from which what group was it bmc i don't remember what group it was i'm interested to find out from her like i, I don't like, think it was bmc i'd love to hear her story. i don't think she was that crazy so tracy's coming on and then we have uh we got a guy he was a missionary one at one time I, i'm not sure he's, i think he still dabbles in it some yes i I have he so many questions for that them too. Yeah, Gerald, Gerald Buston's coming on, um, so we got him coming on, and then we have a we've already scheduled Ladonna Covert for part two because she was she was freaking amazing, is what she was on the last episode. As I'm searching for this, I'm starting to really believe that Jake Christian and his manager his decided, manager screwed up. Watch his manager not have told him somebody uh, someone dropped the ball. Somebody screwed the pooch. Is uh, my Aww. favorite song. I want to play this by Don Van Zant, and then you'd mentioned somebody earlier, as in like probably thirty seconds earlier uh-huh. that got edited out. Oh, John Baker. John Baker. <laughs> but you mentioned John Baker, and I want to read his comment that we got okay. a little bit ago as well. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, Don Van Zant has a podcast, the Lost Mission Podcast. He's, I think they're currently on a bit of a break, but from what I understand, hope I'm not speaking out of school here. They are coming back. When I say they, I sound like a Baptist preacher. He, he's coming back. Do you ever notice he, that preachers? The, they. Preachers always say we. <sighs> okay. Like the 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 Baptist preachers and the Holiness preachers. Yes. And I didn't know it was a, it was a thing with the Baptists until I heard the RFP guys making fun of it. Like I remember preachers would get up there and be like, uh, "We have a message that we want to bring to us tonight, and we would ask that God would protect us and help us as we hear what we have to." So you're bringing a message to yourself? Yes. That makes no sense. I, and it's like, it's like, what's the we, dude? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's like, this is simple yeah. English. <laughs> I still don't know why it was, but it, every, all of them would do it. Well, and they speak, like, it's one person up there, but they're speaking, like, they're plural. So yeah. uh, we really hope that you enjoy the message that, you know, we have worked so hard to <laughs> work for you. Like, what? <laughs> There's another question for Pastor you Howard. On, doesn't even do that <laughs> when you go on another podcast answering in depth questions, <laughs> right? Why is Why it we? Say we? Yes, all right. I found it. I found it. So, this is Don was, I think he was testing out some new equipment and recording a little bit of stuff. So, um, I want to play this. Okay, so answer he's got there. 
into this certainly. Donnette is not holding this music, my friend. What are you doing? You like it? You like the, you like the music? Your pastor don't. There's <laughs> too much focus on the rhythm. <laughs> Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Say it. Hey, Phyllis Spikes, is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she said it. Hey, is this thing on? <laughs> I can never get enough oh, That's for my buddy. That's for my buddy Phil. So if he sees this, then Phil, we've got you. We've got you, bro. Oh, that's nice. That's is that cool. his daughter? I, like I suppose, yeah. Okay, that's sweet. Aww. Yeah, it's his, it's his little kid. It's nice that the kids are involved with the little podcast thing. Heck yeah! She and uh, if uh, listen here, little kid. Anytime you want to ditch Don, right? And you want to work on a real podcast? <laughs> I'm sorry, I, sh- I shouldn't say it though. <laughs> if you, you, have, you ever just go ahead and leave your dad, <laughs> leave your dad for a real podcast. Yeah, no. you have a, you have a job introducing the Hillbilly Broadcast over here That's in West Virginia. Right. What was the other one? I was oh uh, John Baker. Yes. I want to see what he had to say. Because he doesn't like it when you edit the, the podcast, does he? <laughs> John, John's not a fan of it. John's I just saw it got the message across the top of my phone, and it says, lay off the edit button. Good <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pull up what he said here. I know he. John Baker wrote us after the last episode, which was the one we did with LaDonna Covert. Okay. Which, again, I will say was very awesome. That was fantastic. And so good that we immediately, within two days, scheduled her for a second interview. Right. So John Baker wrote in. He said, so just a few observations from this last episode with LaDonna. Number one, Stabbing in the Dark would be a great song. <laughs> Feel free to write it. <laughs> Which my <laughs> thoughts would be, we don't have a title for the theme song. Ooh. Should that be called Stabbing in the Dark? Which... If you didn't listen to last week's, go listen to that. Uh, Stabbing in the Dark is referring to what these um, holiness preachers that run these Bible colleges are doing. <laughs> they have no idea what they're doing. They're just stabbing in the dark. And John Baker, <laughs> that was a good name for a song, which he's not wrong. Yeah, that is. Uh, he said, feel free to write it. Number two, quit using the edit button so much. <laughs> we want to hear these names and locations. Oh, my goodness. If anyone is offended, then we know the state of their heart. Oh, man. That's a good one. Why do we use the edit button, Miss? <laughs> um, we, well, for one thing, we, we do not want to have a lawsuit. Uh, defamation is definitely a real thing. We try to, yeah, we try to be careful with that. You're right. Yeah. Well, I will say a lot of times our guests too, like like Ladonna, wanted to be yes, very careful with the exactly. name she put out. So we were heavier on the edit button this time than I normally would have been. But John did call me out as well because Ladonna Cover did try to stick up for us. And she's like, "That's because I wanted to." And then John Baker's like, "He edits too much, in my opinion." It's like, "Well, just you." <laughs> and uh, I get it, John. I do. I do. I understand what you're saying. I I don't explain this. I guess I'm. St- am I still slightly under their spell? We talked about this. We talked about this. By they, I mean CHM. And you told me that you were not in bondage to them anymore. Remember this conversation? (sighs) Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Let's talk about that. I got some names for you. You ready for some names? Just drop them. The first pastor that we responded to. Uh Uh-huh. I've bleeped his name out twice. John Baker has convicted my heart, and it's time for me to... Okay, go ahead. The uh, what was it? Uh, our response to a preacher? I think it was the name of the episode. 
was John Mark Forsey in Noblesville, Indiana. <laughs> That's who that well, was. Well, yeah, because he was word for word quoting stuff that you said on the podcast. Yes, and people that know him should recognize his voice. But just saying, John. That's uh, actually John might. John might know he who that might is. actually know who that is. <laughs> I think John might be out there in it. Do you work for? Do you work for John Forsey? <laughs> do you? Do you really? Do you, Baker? <laughs> Uh, some of the other stuff, um, I won't go crazy with, with the stuff about LaDonna Covert because she asked for some of that stuff to be kept quiet. She did ask and for we privacy. Will, we yeah, will honor exactly. that. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I can't remember all the other times we've edited. We mentioned one of them, Jim Plank. Jim Plank. Ah, the other guy. Uh-huh. The, um, the one that Don Van Zant. speaking to him mm-hmm. again. The one that Don was on was Mike Weatherald. That was, uh, he pastors Bremen Holiness Church. In Ohio. Hmm. That's who that was. And the next ones? Uh, I think that's about it. You've, why haven't you played other people? We played a Stetler dude, uh-huh. but we played him in a good way. That's okay. You're just giving shout out to all the it preachers. It was Stetler everybody's thinking about, we... by the way. <laughs> Wasn't that Stetler? <laughs> it was not that Stetler. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't the same one just preached to IHC? Let's put it that way. No, no. It's, it's, the, it's the outcast one, I guess is what they say. Is that the proper term? I don't know how outcast he is. He just, for some reason, he hit really good on that point. Which Yeah, uh, and he said that he'll never be invited back to that camp again because he pointed out some really good points. He was, he was saying some stuff. I don't yeah. know if that's true or not. He was, he was kind of making light of it. But, uh, John, if there's any other stuff I've bleeped out, and if I can tell you without getting a lawsuit, because there have been a couple of things that we've, believe it or not, we're still, we yes, got some so, stories so to do. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Okay, just for a brief second. What okay. Are, what are you, what? you're ahead of me. What are you talking about? I'm talking about being under their spell. Okay. Okay. So we were raised from the moment we were born to be in a conservative holiness movement. Mm-hmm. Um, yours was more AWC, right? What'd you say? Well, it was a mixture, but AWC was probably the heaviest flavor. But then there was a lot of us that was kind of independent as well. Okay. Okay, but you did go to like AWC church and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I attended uh, two of those as a kid, three of those. And that's right, you did go to Clinton Camp, which was like an independent. Yeah, yeah, Clinton Camp was independent. Brewston Mills Camp was independent. Okay. Um, So, yeah. And so mine was mostly, I'm going to say, just across the board for the moment, I was born to... Later on, when I met you, um, mine was Bible Missionary Church. So I don't know. Shout out to the Bible Missionary Church listeners, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in once again. When you get a chance, ask little Dan about uh, the night he spent with me in uh, Petersburg. <laughs> we just ribbing y'all. I mean, we, we know you're listening. I mean, we're just giving you just no, all good nature. Just that. We don't hate y'all. Nothing like that. Where was we at? He's talking about being in the spell. Being under their influence for... 19 plus years. I was 20 when, when I got married. But we still we still stayed holiness for, for several um, years after yes. we were married. Yeah, I want to say, was it like 25 maybe we started to drift off? Uh, Probably. I mean, we didn't leave our last holiness church until just two years ago. Right. Now, granted, even though that was a quote holiness church, and I say that not to disparage them at all. That it's no, actually a level-headed thing about them. Love the people there. They... Right? Um, they didn't push the crap. Right. But it was still yet part of a holiness denomination. It was one of those outliers. So we could go there and pretty much believe how we believe. So even though we were in a holiness church, uh, we had still already broke with it 
as far as the holiness movement, yeah. we was in a re- that's, that's a good point rebellious holiness church point. standpoint. So we, I would say, we left. We've been out of that movement for probably what a good six years, maybe five years, six years, yeah. something like that. So, so talking about being raised in that, they kind of influence the way we judge things, the way we've interacted with things, and I seriously think my child just peed on me again. I think so. Oh, I think we got. Uh... Oh, we got we got a response. Sorry, go ahead. Talk, talk okay. about Anderson. Did Anderson just pee on you again? I think he seriously just peed on me. I have something wet going down my side. Is it wet again? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He peed on you again. That little sucker. We did get a response. From oh, did we get a response? Okay. Uh, Caitlin, manager for Jake Christian. Is that his wife, probably. I'm guessing so. It Same last name. Wife. Yeah. Which is cool. She's dedicated. I don't know why it's not showing that I received. Your emails. I apologize. I wasn't sure if we were still on, so I won't be able to get Jake on tonight. If another day works for you, please let me know. Again, my apologies. That is no problem. Uh, yeah, we'll get something scheduled. Get something scheduled in the future. So what? So okay. So whenever they kind of tailor how you think and how you respond, how you dress, how you act, how you everything, it kind of messes with your mind. For like almost the rest of your life. That was my my view on this. And you disagreed. You said that you were not under their spell anymore or something like that. I think you can you can catch the parts that that you like every now and then I'll, I'll identify a thought that comes uh-huh. to my head as like that is your that's your old holiness uh right. CHM self spring. And so then I'm able to like, really like, ah, okay, feel straightened up. So I think you can work to get that out of you. Uh, so my point like was there, there's always, no, not, not a slave. You're just, it's an automatic response where it messes with your mind. I don't know if that's making sense to you guys if whenever you listen to this, but like, do you ever... It influences your thinking. It influences how you've responded and yes, how you react does. to things. It does. Um, if that makes sense, I, and if you agree with this, let us know. Like, just message us. Do you think that you will always be tied to this? Bill? Because I find myself not necessarily being in bondage to people, but I, I still care deeply about what people think. Um, in my heart, I still have that. I try to be as best as I can be all the time, which comes from a lot of the psychological trauma that my mom and dad, we talked about like from being a BMC or I, I'm sorry. It, it, it just, it comes with it. I think that mine is not that I'm afraid of what they will think, because if I was afraid about what they would think, we wouldn't have done that episode where we, Responded to John Forsey because if John Forsey hears that, mm-hmm. even if we've bleeped out his name or if his son, who works at one of the uh, major Bible colleges, if he hears that, even though we didn't say John's John Forsey's name, they're still going to know exactly who it is. Right. So it's kind of obvious to me as I sit and think about it that we weren't caring about what. Like John Forsey thought. My thing is always, yes, I, I, I don't want to cause them trouble, like undue trouble. Like, uh, we, it's not like we have a you massive don't have following. malice of in your, malice yeah, in your I, heart. I don't want people like, to like just start. Right. And it's not, and I guess maybe in a way that's arrogant because we don't have a massive following. We've got a decent following and it's growing quickly. 
Right. It's growing very, very much. But at the same time, I've, I've kind of took the approach where it's like, I don't want to, you know, just, I guess, cause them any kind of extra burden. However. Like you're just voicing your opinion about something. Yeah. The same way that they do from the pulpit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. they did say it. They said it in public via live stream. So why am I afraid to say their name? Yeah, I get it. But then, like, we do go back to, like you said, you always feel like, oh, that that was me before I left the holiness movement. So it still has an influence on your life. And that was what I was meaning whenever I said there's part of you that's always going to be kind of, um, like, it, you respond how you would back in the day because it's like your auto response <laughs> automated response yeah. system they've they start set it up and that's how you respond now when you're talking about defamation right i'm not as careful when it comes to because with definition we, we did the the special episode on kevin and carl halstead mm-hmm. when it came to child molestation and all that we have since heard several stories including one that involved a what looked like a cover-up at the time uh-huh. by a pastor, a mm-hmm. CHM pastor. Now, the problem with that story was, even though I believe it, right. and I would say that it's probably true, it hadn't been proven in a court of law. I didn't have absolute proof for it. It was ripe. Uh, it, it, was, it was wide open for me to get on there, open my mouth, and say, hey, such and such is covering totally, up a rape, right. and then I'm getting a lawsuit. Uh, yeah, and, and that's that is a risk that you take because you ha- have confidence in the person that told you this. You believe Absolutely, in them, one hundred percent. And and like this person's not lied to you, and you're like, okay. This- I can think of two instances right now of holiness pastors I've heard of covering up rape or covering up molestation or something like that. And that's just the ones that for sure we've heard of. It's the ones and we've heard know, of. And you know there's other instances too, because we've heard of board right. members too that didn't do anything about it. We've heard of different instances where right. things were covered up, and it was a group knowledge. And I'm sorry, not reacting or not doing anything is a reaction. And that's that's why we, yes, we call this out, because we've been under their spell for so long, going back to that, you know, that we're... You can't control me now. I have an opinion. I am allowed to say how I feel. Right. Even if you don't agree with it, just like, um, like <laughs> for example, okay, I don't agree with it at all, but she has the right to do it. Um, that Melanie Griffith, whenever she stood up and had the beheaded Donald Trump thing, Kathy I don't agree Griffin. with it. Kathy Griffin. There yeah. we go. Okay, who, Melanie yeah. Griffith. I don't even know who that I, is. I, 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 was like, I recognize the name now. Is she but, a song evangelist? Yeah. Is she a pastor's wife? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like we have the right to say how we feel. Right. Like that's where our freedom to protest, freedom to, you know, freedom of speech. But you have to walk that line too because you can't get found of, uh, you know, guilty of defamation. You'll be in trouble. Oh, yeah. And, and the instance, one of the instances that I had heard of. Mm-hmm. But I had also been told that they had already been in contact with the Christian Law Association. Oh, really? And let me be very careful in what I say about them, other than the fact that that doesn't surprise me. That's all I'll say about that, because they are lawyers. And uh, can I just be honest? They scare me. Yeah, because... I've uh, heard things, uh, and and they're lawyers. 
Uh, what's the guy's name? The head of the CLA. David Gibbs. David Gibbs. David Gibbs. I almost said Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. Let's just put it uh, this way. Um, David Gibbs appears at a lot of very weird places. He showed up. Um, he should, you can Bible bleep this out if you want to. Say it. But he showed up for the Bible Missionary Church during yeah. their situations with the BMCA. That's one we need to find out about. That There is too much information BMCA. online that my parents had no idea and were like, mm-hmm. what? There was another one of those instances where it was like, uh, oh, it was just some naughty kids. And then you start looking, it's like the local paper's writing up about it. Yeah. So John Baker, if you hear any kind of censorship on this episode, <laughs> no, it's because we don't want to get sued. Yes. And I think it could absolutely. I, I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it no. past them at all. No. Not a bit. No. They'll do what it takes to defend the brand. And when I say they, I'm not just singling out one denomination. I'm talking about the CHM in general. Yeah. Um, I don't trust them to... Well, and, and like someone else right. had said, whenever we were talking about um, child abuse and stuff like that, they're concerned. This person who was afraid and did nothing, um, this person was concerned of how the appearance of the public, what, what, they, what the um, public will think about the church if they um, call attention to it. Yes. I'm sorry. It's a PR it's a PR stunt. It is. It really is. A it's PR disgusting. Strategy, I guess. It's disgusting. And I'm kind of like, you know, your lack of response is a response and I will never be taking my child to your church. Sorry. I had a guy tell me one time and he actually well, no, he didn't tell me. He said this in public, so um I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I said it. That there was a situation he was in where four out of five of the guys with conservative holiness background that he was standing with. Right. Out of a group of five, four of them had been molested. I had yep. another guy that is um, has been associated with the CHM in the past tell me that, um, and really, really associated with CHM at one point, um, and I think still hangs around with a decent amount of them. He told me that he would estimate that, I think he said 75% of the people he knows has been molested. That that's terrible, and this is a person yes. of in like leadership that said that he he had some strong ties with the CHM, uh, yeah. some leadership ties as well. Yeah, I, I, and that's that's all we'll say about that. Yep. So yeah, it's it's uh, what what more can you say to that? Like that right there just calls that there's an issue. <laughs> well, and, and hearing about that, when I heard the four out of five, and then I heard the seventy five percent, I thought, because I remember making a comment to you, I said, Miss. If we were, if these numbers are true, and I know that those are big numbers, and it's just hearsay. I mean, that's not like a scientific study, but that's that's what people say. Well, with the situation that the person we talked about, they it was guys standing there saying, "Yeah, this happened to me." So it was four out of five, absolutely in that situation. But um, you know, so let's say like the other, for instance, is not you know, it's not a not scientifically proven. However, uh, you want to say that. So I understand that. But if those numbers are true, and if I was living in this general area of the country, and I decided to take Anderson to a holiness church, <laughs> it's more likely he would get molested than he would not get molested <sighs> if those numbers hold true. Yeah. That's that's scary. That's scary. I, I And, you know, I, I love my family. I really do. My, my parents 
and I, I know that they would do their best to protect him. But like these parents, they love their children too, and they still get hurt. You know what I mean? Yes. I like it, it gets to the point that it's just dangerous in general. And you got to watch for them. And, and, and John, John Baker, I do appreciate you calling me out on that because they do worm their way in to where I feel like for some yeah. reason I would be hurting them right. by um, saying their name. But I think they could do the same thing to, uh, and it's not the ones I've said the names of. Let me be very clear about that. You know, it's not John Forsey. It's not, uh, yeah, what was the other no. one? It's not. Plank. Uh, no, we actually didn't mention Plank, but it's just not um, Plank. It's, I just keep on thinking about him because he, he pops up in my feed all the time. Uh, it's not uh, uh, Mike Fooey, the guy from Bremen. Lost it all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't know his name. It's not those guys we're, we're talking about. But uh, some of these leaders can kind of worm their way into people's minds mm-hmm. and even discourage people from reporting, from, from doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially when they are in the place of leadership and they're like, hey, so what should we do in this situation? And they're they're going to ask them for advice, and of yeah. course they're going. I got an idea. How about we all cover it up? Yeah, and let's not harm the Lord's work. That turns into that whole um, Amish, uh, the sins yeah. of the Amish. Like sins of the Amish. You mean you're not forgiving them? So when you talk about it, that's considered not forgiving them. Yeah. So that's why repetitive rapes happen with the Amish community. If you they, look it up, it's in Netflix. I think it is right. Uh, Our discovery. Discovery called Sins of the Amish. Look From that discovery up. Plus. Oh. That situation there, they said that one in six Amish girls are molested. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. And you know, the weird thing is, too, I see Amish people moving in around here. Uh-huh. And I can't, I should not judge all Amish by the sins of the Amish. But um, at the same time, you're just kind of like, hmm. It you scares know. you. You sit back and you're like, well, I hope somebody's watching them. You know? Yeah. It scares you because I remember the first time I I talked to someone at um at work. They were talking about the Amish moving in. And uh the one lady, she was like, Yeah, I don't like them. And I was like, Okay. And I'm like, Why? Like they're, you know, Christian people. I, I didn't know anything. I figured, you know, Amish country, these little kids so cute, you know, waving high, buying their little Dutch outfits. And, you know, they make cheese, they make wine, they're they do all this stuff, you know, they're Great, right. upstanding people, right? No, she said, just look up the storybook of um, Little Boy Blue, I think is what it's called. And it's a story about a little boy that was um, molested by an Amish man repeatedly. They found him dead in a ditch. Mm. Yeah. She said, that will change your mind, what you think about Amish people. And I'm like, okay, this, that just got like graphically terrible all of a sudden. And I never forgot that. I never forgot that story when she told me that. Yeah. So after that, my thoughts kind of, mm, I got a little nervous. Yes. Yes. And uh, David Iker was the one that opened my eyes on, yep. on the Amish Mennonites. I think, though, that the whole thing with the holiness movement is gaining steam. And that's what we're, uh, John Hopkins is coming on and after tomorrow when we're going to be recording that one and he's going to be talking about the uh, chm2.com chmtoo.com as in me too as i love that twist also happens that the chm so as well awesome yes yes they started that and um it's a website really for it's starting to get i like seeing it getting organized i like that it's not just you know it's not just uh john hopkins 
making a video as powerful as that might be, or it's not just, you know, uh, somebody talking about it here in a Facebook group. Uh, and, and that's also powerful. That's what gets the thing started. But it's like now it's starting to get a polished look to it. It's like, yes. ah, this thing's... Uh, it's There's um, attention being drawn to it. And yeah. the CHM movement can't do nothing about right. it. Right. Because it's out of their control because it's controlled by someone else who actually gives a rip right. about our children. Right. Yeah. And if they... Uh, <laughs> I, have, I have a feeling that if they don't get in front of this train... Uh, this thing's going to spiral out of control for them because this is gaining momentum as far and by gaining momentum. I mean, the, the awareness of it is. Yeah. No, so, it's, I've already taken the quiz, the survey. Have you really? Have you? No, I don't. I, there's nothing I can remember that happened to me. Well, I know, but I it's, close it's still, there's a lot of questions though. I think that would apply to you. I think um, they had questions on there. If you knew someone who had been molested, um, in the holiness movement and stuff like oh, yeah. that. They oh, have yeah. questions like of things that I never even thought of that really make you like, um, like, would you respond differently if you knew that this was going to happen to like a family member mm-hmm. or um, why did you not say anything? Or like, there's so many good questions that were on that survey, which is why I wanted to take it. Yeah. And let me tell you, it made me question a few things of my life. So let's just say, you know, we, we got a lot of stuff coming up. It's going to be very much CHM focused for a little while. Yes. And there's times I try to get away from that because I know it can get depressing. And I know that there's other people that will listen that, uh, especially if you don't have any religious background at all, you're not going to understand what the heck we're talking about. But. And like my dad even said, he said, you are reaching out to the people who are hurting. He said, this has really became a way for us to minister to people and reach out to the ones that have been hurt by the CHM movement, which is very true. Yes, there are people that call in, or not call in, write in. There's several. The stories are freaking heartbreaking. Right. But at the same time, we appreciate it. There's people telling us that, that this helps. And that's not that, that's not to put any glory on us. I don't feel like we're doing anything special. Right. We just got really good gear, really good editing software, <laughs> and we're talking about something we're that blessed. really, you know, really, um, yes. um, was a part of our life. But there are people that say that it, it helps them to know that they weren't the only ones or, or that they're still not the only ones yeah. that think that this was all a pile of BS. Yeah. And talking about that, um, when all these people write in, um, I, I'd like to say something really quick here that we can add to this to the later part of the show, if you'd like, Phil, but, um, I would really like to start praying for a lot of these people that are hurting. Absolutely. Um, Make it a point. Put them on a, we'll put you all on a special prayer yes, list or something. Um, as a podcast, we really have made this, you know, we, we feel like this is what God wants us to do. Um, it, it means a lot to us that know that you guys have confidence in us to be able to talk to us about a lot of things that are going on. Mm-hmm. And we don't take it lightly. Not at we all. We appreciate all your support and everything. But um, if you would like us to pray for you, just feel free to message. And all you have to say is me or, or whatever you want. If no, you want to go into detail, detail, you can. Right. Um, if you need to talk to someone, if you need to talk to Dr. Graham about if you've had any abuse or anything like that, we can try to steer you in the direction. Yeah. We, we would do our best to get you in touch with anybody if you need help. And heck, That's if you just need to shoot for. the bull yes. about something, uh, I'll give you my phone number. Just message. I mean, you see, I'm not, I'm not trained in anything, but yeah. I can sit and we can rant and rave about, you know, how crazy Clinton Camp was or something like that. I'm not afraid of that with you, but we can also point you in the direction to get you some real help if, if you're right. really struggling with the situation. Yes, absolutely. 
Yep. And if you would rather um, remain anonymous, that's fine too. Um, just, you know, message us and we'll be like, hey, we'll pray for you and we'll go from there. Um, that's right. So, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there. I think I'd like to start doing that as a group, praying for each one of our listeners that are requesting it. I've talked with Canaan before and we do put a lot a lot of time this the podcast is time consuming it is you know several hours a week we usually wind mm-hmm. up putting in it but at this point you put in several hours well y'all do a lot too i mean y'all, well, you, y'all jump in on this thing if phil never wants to take credit but i do try to tell him he worked so hard guys to you know to put this thing out there um it takes a lot of talent and phil's very smart oh he you. works really hard on it now i was telling the group i said i really appreciate his dedication to you know trying to do what god wants us to do and right now this feels like what we're supposed to be doing well i i feel that with as many people as write in and tell us stuff and tell us how they they feel that this has helped them me and kane has talked about this before i said kane i'm afraid to stop like i'm literally afraid to just say hey we're done and not that i want to do that anyways i i love this podcast i love doing it i love all the I love the editing. I love the recording of it, the gear. I love it all. But even if I was getting tired of it, which I'm not, I would still be afraid to stop because it, it seems like uh, it's not that I have any powerful words to say. I think some of our guests do. Right. Uh, it's, but it's not that I have anything powerful to say or that any of us that's a regular on the program that we're like, you know, some uh, guru or something like that. It just feels like we're kind of um, able to bring all of us together, like of a like mind. Right. It's like, oh, you, you was... You was hurt by the CHM too? Oh, okay, well, come over and listen to it. Let's talk about it. Well, and, and I'm going to say this very, very respectfully as best as I can because, you know, we're not Jesus. But even John the Baptist made way for Jesus. And, you know, if it's a matter of us being a voice in the wilderness just saying, hey, there's a better way out there, that that's fine too. Yeah. Um, I mean, someone has got to be out there and saying the hard things. And what Miss just said, there's a better way out there. If you are struggling... Yes. In the holiness movement, like so many of you have told me that you are or have been in the past, trust me, there is a better way. There is. There's a much better way. Yes. And that way is Jesus. Leave the religion behind. Absolutely. That's the thing. Leave the CHM, leave the uh, independent fundamental Baptist, leave the holiness movement, the Pentecostal, the apostolics, whatever. Leave that behind and just discover Jesus for what he actually is. That is. Is about as magical as it gets, right. as far as I'm concerned. I mean, about, about that, magic, I mean, about about that personal walk. Yeah. That it's personal walk with that, it's that relationship that you can have with someone who loves you more than life itself. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. So throw it all away and meet Jesus. Right. See what you think. Let the gloves come off. And then we'll, uh, we'll have you on the podcast and we'll laugh yes. about all the crazy stories y'all got. <laughs> <laughs> That kind of turned a little serious. Didn't it? Yes, indeed it did. All right, well, uh, Jake didn't make it on tonight. It's all right, we'll reschedule with him. I'm Jake Christian. Yep. You good, miss? Yeah, I am. Right I'm going to get myself some ice cream and nachos. Now. Ah, that's your arm. Right and go change my wet pants. Let me try this. <laughs> yeah, your wet From where pants. my child peed on me. Write us at Hillbilly Broadcast at AOL.com. There's also a link in the show description to support the show. No longer on Anchor, by the way. Not hosted by Anchor. Right. Spotify sucks. So, oh. <laughs> let, me, let me be nice. You, you guys is all right over at Spotify. But yeah, we'll have the link there if you want to support us. Uh, that's all I got. Love y'all.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.